0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple
1: near you. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn
2: have been nonstop getting up at like 2 in the morning to sit outside the courthouse to get in to see Johnny Depp and Amber in person. So give me a wrap up. What the hell happened today?
3: Oh, my God. Like, I don't even know where to start, to be honest. So Johnny was on stand all day today, which I can imagine would be quite trying, I feel like. Um, But he was doing really good. He had, he came in really good spirits. Um, He smiled. Uh, There's one fan in particular, she is there for him throughout everything. And he definitely acknowledged her, but of course, in like a court appropriate way. Um, just making eye contact, you know, um, which was nice for her. Um, Took the stand and kind of got down to business with um, what was going on. For today, we did have his lawyer question, but she kind of wrapped up at the end, and we got a taste of what Amber's lawyers have for him tomorrow. And it is, it's pretty, I would say, vile. Is
2: this this the taste that I saw, this little clip that was going around that became very viral very quickly about her lawyer questioning, like, the most just disturbing questions about her hooking up with James Franco was it and all kinds of stuff.
3: (laughs) So that was wild. So that was yesterday. That was absolutely wild. It was crazy. So that was his friend, um, Keenan Wyatt. And Keenan works with him. And that was really cool to hear about, too, because Keenan worked with him as a sound person for years now, like ever since the 80s. And um, he... uh, Oh, my God. Where do I even start with Keenan? But he... Elaine got up Elaine's one of her lawyers and she started questioning him about his rate his salary things like that like do you know Mr. Depp was negotiating for you do you know this do you know that and Keenan kept answering no and he seemed kind of bewildered as to why she was asking it and then she said well here's a copy of Mr. Depp's contract for this movie this movie and this movie and your name's in it and so's your salary and he did not know that Johnny had been that was his one of his requirements for being on set was that Keenan was there with him. Can you imagine knowing, like figuring out your friend was like that good of a friend in court? (laughs) Like he had no idea that Johnny had been like doing this all for him. Um, But then we got to the really weird part. I don't know what, what can I say on Twitter? Can I say anything?
4: You
2: say anything. I mean, Oh God, they they, they throw, there, there's porn on Twitter, so you can say whatever the uh, hell you want. That's
3: right. To say. That's right. That's right. Okay. So <laughs> Elaine yesterday got it, it. She got so aggressive with him. Like her lawyers are so aggressive, whereas Johnny's are like, they have really pointed questions, but they feel like reserved in a respectful manner. Um, Elaine got up. She got so aggressive with him. And, and she was like, What did she say? She's like, um, Well, they were talking about a plane incident. There was a fight between Amber Heard and Johnny Depp on a plane ride from Boston when he was filming Black Mass. When they were flying to LA. So they were flying from Boston to LA in 2014. And Amber's alleging that he got violent with her. People witnessed it, that his assistant had messaged her an apology. We haven't heard much on that yet. So that'll, that'll end up coming up at at one point. Um, so then meanwhile, Keenan had said the opposite to, to Johnny's lawyers, um, in court when he was testifying, he said, no, there was no violence, but Amber did come up to me and scream at me for getting in their relationship and then screamed at mr depp until he had to like run away which is what he usually did that's what everyone's testified so far we've only heard from johnny's witnesses though so we'll see what amber's witnesses say like when it comes um but so far we're hearing that the fights would be initiated by amber he'd try to de-escalate them and then he'd try to run away from her and she'd follow him oftentimes um so, uh, why it's like, explaining that and everything. So, Elaine's getting up. She's fighting him on this. And, and she says, um, but don't you know that Johnny was being very aggressive that evening? Like, didn't you hear him be aggressive with Amber saying that she was fucking, fucking James Franco? And, like, she went off. And um, she even talked about uh, having a wet pussy. And I was like, ma'am, we are in a court of law. Like, Okay,
2: <laughs> when When this is going on and you're looking around, like, how did everyone keep a straight face? Because – Her questioning wasn't, like, the way she did it almost just, like, was begging for people to start cracking up. Like, it didn't even, it almost didn't feel serious. So, like, how did everyone keep their shit together in the courtroom?
3: It was so hard. I tell you what. So we went to lunch shortly after that, and I got a stomach ache from laughing so hard. And, of course, Twitter is a, a minefield. Like, they were going nuts on Twitter over this. Um, just retweeting all sorts of things about Elaine. Like, someone retweeted. They were like, Johnny. They said Johnny didn't deserve to hear Elaine say pussy with her full chest. And I was like, none of us did. <laughs> none of us wanted that. It was very upsetting. <laughs>
2: so Adam Adam just joined in, my co-host on The Hollywood raw podcast adam are you there did you see any of this go down you got to unmute yourself man
5: sorry so i saw just the video clips you know it seems like johnny depp is showing a lot of charm in it it seems like he's and again you guys are in the courtroom just on the videos i'm seeing i'm seeing like he's i wonder if he's acting because he's come. he is a very nice guy and he was like enjoying he knows it's ridiculous he knows it's insane so I don't well, know I think how you isn't this what
2: he wants people to see? This so he wants people to see like the crazier Amber looks, the crazier Amber's team looks. I feel like just solidifies his case even more. So the you know I think he's got to sit back at a certain point and be like, keep this going because now people are seeing that side. I, I, am I wrong, Danny?
3: Yeah, so he had initially said when he was bringing this to trial, he said that he was bringing it to trial for the truth. It didn't matter really whether he won or lost. He just wanted people to know that Amber was abusive. Um, and especially, I mean, she's gotten from all this, she's gotten an ACL, you are a yeah, um, spokesperson, like she's gotten so much kind of out of this whole situation. Um, so he just wanted people to know who their, their domestic violence, um, uh, <laughs> the face of domestic violence was, was she's actually a, an abuser. Um, so I think he's kind Kind of uh, like, like he said today. He said today when he was closing lawyer for Rottenberg, lawyer got to him. He said, you know, before bringing this case, I've lost. Like I lost in twenty sixteen when all these accusations came out against me. I lost. Um, it'll never go away Until death. He'll be dealing with these accusations because this is the kind of shit he said in a, in a recording. This is the kind of shit just to go away. Forever, forever, ever, ever.
2: So, forever. And he. Sure. he
3: so yeah, I think he's just here to kind of air
2: everything. So is this, uh, Adam? Can you hear Danny alright, or is she breaking up for everyone? I can't tell if it's my reception or her reception. I,
5: I, so I thought that one might have been me. I see, I hear her breaking up a little bit.
2: All right, um, Danny, move, move to a different spot so we can get better reception of you. Adam, you question guys. for you: Did you see? Did you see this um, video that Danny had posted on her TikTok, where basically Amber's? Wardrobe and how she's kind of like copying Johnny. Did you see any of this? Because if not, I I want her to explain to you. Yeah, no, no,
6: please explain.
5: Okay, so Danny, can you tell me me more about this?
2: Yeah, Danny, explain this because I saw this on your TikTok. It's blowing up. It had like five million views on it already. But what is this thing about her and her fashion statement in court and kind of like mimicking Johnny?
3: Yeah. Give me just a second. I'm trying to move to like a better spot for you. So I get you
2: you sound better already.
3: Uh, do I okay? Good because yep. I'm like, my 5G just went down. I don't know what the heck is going on with it. Um, let me know if I break up, but basically, so it had been rumored, especially in the courtroom. We've been kind of watching her in the UK. She did this too. She started kind of mirroring his um, his wardrobe a little bit and his style, and it was it was a really um, strange thing to kind of see. And I hadn't seen it in person, so I thought people were kind of picking up you know, like straws, you know, and then. I don't know, Mm -hmm. man. I've been in there now almost two weeks, and it's been really, really, like, mirroring. Like, he wears a gray suit one day. She comes into court the next day with a gray suit. But the ponytail sealed it for me because his ponytail took Twitter by storm the other day um he came in with his hair all slicked back literally you could hear the air go out in the courtroom when he came in with his ponytail um he looks good i just want to say he's looked pretty um racked since the whole amber heard thing for a while he looks damn good right now um which good for him hell yeah show up um look great in front of your ex but yeah, so his hair up in the ponytail on the very next day. And she not only had the ponytail, I didn't get to mention this in, in the TikTok. I wanted to make it super quick. But he had come in in a very similar suit the day before that she had on that day. She came in with the ponytail um, like the next day. So it, it's been kind of wild to watch. And, and I think it just speaks to the fact that like she is uh, she's something else, you know.
5: We so- know that Johnny Depp has like these these loyal fans who come to the courthouse or are trying to wait from outside the hotel Is there anybody doing that for Amber?
2: No.
3: (laughs) Not that I've seen. Not that I've seen. And there are. There's not
2: a single Aquaman fan just out there waiting to get her autograph or anything.
3: So there's one that we know about, and I don't know if she was waiting for the autograph. She likes to kind of um, get in interactions with the fans. I didn't experience anything with her. I think like people sometimes kind of start things, you know, um, but um, she, I guess, was there. I hadn't seen her. I hadn't paid attention to it. I don't really know any of the Amber like fan base because there's few and far between um
2: it's, oh, the uh, shade the shade
3: I'm, I'm sorry gonna... it's true <laughs> 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 um but yeah it's weird but honestly so people that are sitting on her side for the most part are I hate it they're Johnny Depp supporters they're just trying to get a better view of him because on her side you do get a better view of him you get a side view but I don't want to even look like I'm somewhat associated with that side I I'm on Johnny's side every day every day I'm there
5: Is there, so when they're, so when like, let's say they, they break for lunch is Johnny walking by. Can you approach him? Are you allowed to be near him when he walks out in between lunch and the next, the afternoon part?
3: No, they are very lock and key with him. Um, the judge Penny has made it extremely um, Penny. Al- Ac- Ac- I can't pronounce her last name, so I'm so sorry, Judge Penny. Um, but she has made it very clear that she does not want any kind of circus involved in this. Um, so they've been very good at keeping um, kind of the lines up. Um keeping it very, I don't know, staggered. When you're walking into the courtroom, they do 10 at a time. Um, They sneak him in a back entrance so you can't really see him. Um, It's hard to get, I guess people have gone out and tried to get photos of him. I haven't because I'm more interested. I want to know the court case. I've been looking at these court documents for years. Um, It's not even at this point about being a fan. It's like talking about domestic violence. So been sitting there doing the work. It's very exciting to see all these people that I've only ever seen on paper before. Like even Johnny's sister, I'd never really seen a photo of her or anything so that it's wild um, to see all these characters that aren't, you know, they're real live people. Um, so, and then to come in and, ex- and explain their situation and everyone's gone into such great detail, but um, yeah, now my brain has gone blank. It's this is what you, to up from two 30.
5: <laughs> yeah, no. Can you, um, you know, is it, can anybody go into these courtrooms or, cause it's, I mean, I'm sure like it's a very tough ticket right now. Everyone wants to go see them, you know, when you, you know, who would want to go see Johnny Tepp in the hot seat like that? Can anybody get in or is it a line to get in? Have you gotten denied or how is it like getting in
3: so it's a line to get in. They're very strict with things like your phones. You cannot have a phone out inside the courtroom at all. You will get taken out and you won't be allowed back in. Um, they're very strict with things like that. But, yeah, it's a line to get in. Uh, anyone can come in and try to get uh, in line, you know, for the um, public uh, uh, spectators is what they, they call us. Um, there's only 100 wristbands available every day, though.
2: Interesting. Now, do you, do you feel like – like, do you see a difference between – The way that Johnny is ushered in and out and the way that Amber is ushered in and out, like, are they more protective of Johnny? Does she just kind of walk through the front door? I'm just curious how they present these two people when they come in.
3: Yeah. No, I, they come in, I believe almost the same entrance. Um, I don't think they see each other at all though. I had heard a rumor. I haven't seen the video, but that her car had pulled up when he was outside and that they scurried him in, but I don't know if that's true or not, or if that was just like a video. I, I don't know. Um, but uh, he, he comes in, they come in separate entrances into the courtroom as well. Now, you know, Amber Heard's friend got kicked out of court, right?
2: Uh, tell me more about that.
3: Really? Okay. So Eve Barlow, who's been picking fans with or picking fights she, with Johnny she Depp,
2: was, she was the one that you said she she knew who you were last week. She yeah. was texting Amber, and, and like all these details about the people in the audience. Yeah. So, and she was the one that had her phone out and got kicked out. So she never got back yeah. in, correct?
3: She has not been. No, anyone that gets kicked out, you're not allowed back in. Um, so that was that was really um wild to kind of see that even like her friends. And it was interesting when she came in on Monday, she was very alone. And at first I was like, why is she coming in by herself? And then I was like, Oh yeah. Cause Eve's not here. Cause it, it was weird. Cause usually she comes in with people. I mean, Johnny comes in with his bodyguards every day, you yeah. know? Um, I don't really see that same attention to Amber, but I don't know, like we were even talking about the other day, like everyone knows kind of where he's staying and everything. And I was like, but where's Amber at? And none of us, we were like, we have no, no concept." <laughs> so um and i mean that speaks to the jury when they were they were being pulled and and none of them could kind of give an answer as to who she was which was kind of funny because it was a main point of contention in their in their marriage
2: so i want to know do you see either of them get uncomfortable because listen the the world is hearing all these intimate details about their life their relationship shit that you would like never want people to hear about and this is not only being like, told in front of a room full of people, but also it's being televised. Do they ever, like, look uncomfortable and, like, God, I wish they weren't talking about shitting in a bedroom or cutting off fingertips or, like, did you (laughs) see any of that?
3: So two times today there was something kind of weird on Amber's side. Um, I know um, Johnny's sister, Christy, we had talked about it last week. When she got off the stand, it looked like Johnny got a little bit, not emotional, but he was just very almost, like, He stared at Amber, and he hasn't really acknowledged Amber, like, at all this whole time. He got on the stand this week, and he has not been acknowledging Amber at all. But today, um, he was talking about the Australia incident, and there is a clip of her trying to cry that is going around, which has been very interesting. Um, That's. is this a
2: a Mm -hmm. clip of her in court trying to cry or some other moment in time?
3: No, her in court today trying to cry while he talks about how his fingertip got, um, cut off. Um, and that, that whole instance is so crazy because she's changed her story three times onto how he lost his fingertip. Absolutely bonkers. Like, I can't believe it's still a thing. And she also says she was a hostage in that situation, but she had her cell phone and she could have left at any time. She also admits that too. But then, um, today too, we talked about kids. Um, there were new recordings released to the public. They were awful. Uh, and mind you, Amber's got to take the stand. So who you knows hear she takes a stand and what kind of recording she You're, she'll you're have.
2: breaking up on us again, no. <laughs>
3: You're
2: oh. getting all robot on us.
3: No, I'm sorry. Thank you for letting all me. Oh, good.
2: I'll let but... you know. You, you find one spot. Adam, what, what are your thoughts on all this so far?
5: I just want to know when it's going to end. I mean, honestly, there, Johnny Depp, who was such a good actor – You know, I feel like sometimes when you know too much of their personal life and stuff like this, it starts to ruin their allure as an actor because you start to know Johnny Depp, you don't know the role. So I guess, you know. Well, I think I that, wondering... that's
2: what he's fighting for. He wants people to know the truth about him and his life. And, like, it's tarnished so much of his career that, like you said, we people look at Johnny not as just an actor, but now they're looking at it as, like, all oh, this guy who's got all this drama in his life. And so you forget about what a good actor is and you're focused on all the crap going down. So I think that's the big reason he, he wants this. Like, yeah, I want my, I, my, my I name back.
3: I think that's a sad thing about it though. Like the fact that men can't come forward with abuse and do the same thing that Amber was doing. Like why, why is he different than Amber? Why she was doing this beforehand. So why, like if she went to court with this, we'd all be cheering. Yay. Woman's rights. Like that's what kind of ticks me off as I'm like, and then everyone they're like, Oh, well they were in a toxic relationship together. You would never hear anyone say that about a woman. You would not I get
5: it.
2: Yeah. By the way, if anyone has any questions, feel free to uh, raise your hand, um, and so we can let you in as a speaker. I'm sure people have got questions for Danny because uh, she's got this firsthand experience of being in the courtroom and seeing this all go down. Um, so I'll keep an eye out for anyone to jump in. Uh, but Danny, what what else have you taken away from this court case that you feel like people should know about if they haven't been able to tune in on a daily basis?
3: I would just say if you're listening, you haven't heard anything about this court case, don't look at the tabloids. Uh, the New York Post and, and everything, they've been releasing some really salacious, salacious like, headlines. That's what they're supposed to do. That's their job. But look at the court documents, look at the audio recording. If you get time, look at the actual court TV, law and crime videos. Um, but that I, I direct the public to something a little bit more substantial than what the tra- tabloids are spewing out at this point in time, because it's, it's just
4: not the case.
2: All right, Angela, what you got for us?:
4: No, it's just that I've been following this case from the beginning, and all you have to do really is look at the evidence. I mean, I know that um, Adam was saying how earlier how when you get to know about a person uh, celebrity's personal life, it kind of destroys the myth of who you create them to be in your mind. But um Johnny has been very open about his substance abuse from the beginning Mm -hmm. and i don't like him despite his problems i like them because because of them he's he's real he's honest he is exactly who he says he is and he has been from the beginning like he's a very humble guy and yeah i I, i'm sorry like (laughs) This is nonsense.
2: No, I, I get it. It's, it's tough. It's tough when you're watching your idols go through so much shit. I, I get it. I can understand why that it, it's rough uh, to watch something like this.
3: And it's not even like today in court, we all had a hard time holding back because when you're looking at it, especially when you're looking at the evidence, like she said, and, and everything, you realize like this is a person. And, and to hear him talk about how his daughter, Lily Rose, had written a letter to Amber about how she treated her, her father. And every like that's that's real, you know, and, and like you, you can empathize with it, you can see it as not just like an A-list celebrity. It's like, no, this is real, this has hurt a lot of people.
2: Yeah. And Adam, really? You and I have covered a lot in our I don't know, ten plus years in entertainment news. Have you ever seen a divorce case be like so just intriguing?
5: You know, the only one I could find Well, actually, compared to this, no. This is the most intriguing because there's so many embarrassing things that are coming out of this that are coming to light that's absolutely insane in any relationship. And and then you make sure – then they're they're famous. I mean this is insane. The only divorce that I've covered that was sort of wacky – and it was only wacky because both people were coming to me, asking me if I had any dirt on each other – was the Bethany Frankel divorce? Remember Bethany Frankel? Now I know this is a big change between Johnny Depp and Bethany Frankel, but Bethany Frankel was in a divorce with her ex-husband, and it went on forever. But both Bethany and her ex-husband were like, when I would see them, would say, "Hey, have you seen my spouse, my ex, lately? What are they? What were they doing?" You know, trying to f- hear more about what they were up to or how they were like. But compared to Johnny Depp and Amber, I've never seen a messier divorce than this.
4: Absolutely. Well, we have to remember Johnny wanted this to be televised because he felt he had nothing to hide. And I think it pretty shows by Amber's emotions that she's trying to control them a great deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be Mm -hmm.
3: interested
4: to see what her... She never wanted this made public. You can tell by her emotions.
3: Yeah. I'll be interested to see what happens when she takes a stand. I really will. Uh, And um, how her emotions affect her. Because you can even tell from her deposition take from 2016 that's interesting to watch and i'm not sure how a jury's going to react to that kind of um, but, but
2: because... here's the thing what what i think about is whenever an an actor hits the stand mm-hmm. you you start to wonder how much of it is real how much of it is for you know the cameras and i'm not talking amber heard i'm talking about any actor wrapped up in a big court case when you know reputations are on the line how much do you believe You know, because these people literally, their life is to show emotion for cameras. Yeah. So if she gets up there and and just starts bawling, I feel like everyone's going to be trying to figure out, is this real? Is this fake? And even if it is real, how many people are going to say, nope, this is total bullshit. This is fake. This is her acting.
3: Well, I think when it comes to Amber, I think the media is going to side with her because that's how this has been since the get go. Um, But for anyone who has looked at – the actual like that's the thing that sucks about this you look at the tabloids you look at anything else you're going to get the salacious you're going to get the a corpse in a, in a honda civic that kind of shit without getting the context of why that text was sent that was you know he was having to tell his friend that you're going to have to move out of the penthouses because she uh, did all of this she ruined our lives here we are we're i have to sell everything um and this is where it is and it was a friend confiding in a friend do i think his texts were horrible a hundred percent do i think we're all human a hundred percent um but no one got that context the context they got was he said he wanted her corpse rotting in a honda civic the end so that's where you kind of i don't know things get lost in translation with the media and luckily the public does have the court documents and luckily they are seeing the trial but a lot of people aren't watching the or can't watch i mean we got work we've got everything else in our lives to watch the full part of the trial so we're just going to get these salacious tidbits that usually are in amber's favor like today they were talking about johnny acting on the stand but it's like okay but if you've been in the court documents everything he said so far is backed up not only by himself but also by people that were involved in amber's life as well so that's where things get it's like he always has the receipts he always has the backing she doesn't have it and or she has her friend saying well amber told me this yeah. amber said this they don't have the like receipts of it unfortunately which sucks as like a person who's been through domestic violence and it's like i really want The woman, like, that's the thing that sucks. And it's really detrimental to movements like Me Too and everything when there's all these lies. Anyway, sorry, my rant.
5: (laughs) When do you? When do we roughly find this case coming to close?
3: End of May. Uh, So,
5: end of May, wow. We got a whole other month and a half of this. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, Danny, I haven't been as as involved as you have been, but have they started – Have they got onto the conversation about the money, the divorce payout, and where that money actually went?
3: Just a touch. There was just a touch to it. I loved it. I actually did a a video on TikTok about this, um, where I was talking, Elaine said in her, her opening statement, let's talk about donations, and then she led into the fact that Amber hasn't been able to make these donation payments yet because Johnny's been dragging her to court. Well, here's the funny thing. He paid her the final divorce installment in February of uh, 2018. He didn't sue her until March of 2019. Hmm. So uh, why is there only like $250,000 that has been donated in Amber's name? Not even by Amber, in Amber's name.
4: Yeah.
3: So where the hell is the rest of the money? And why did she say in interviews, along with in court documents, that Seven million dollars was donated past tense. She said that in court documents, and she said that in interviews, which was nuts.
2: It's it's wild because you know that at a point like this stuff can get traced back. Like if she says I'm donating yeah. this, there's going to be <laughs> there's going to be a company out there saying we never got it. So I, it's it's wild to think yeah. that she could potentially be lying about this. Tisha, you just jumped in. What's
4: up?
6: hi um if i may speak to the donations as well yeah um actually the children's hospital did ask where the money was and just when they could expect the next payment and if she wanted to take a tour of the hospital yeah and the aclu it turns out just recently i think it might have been for his case in new york but i know that they were trying to charge him about eighty-seven thousand dollars to mm-hmm. get the paperwork that he was asking for, which, I mean, that should just be discovery. I, I can't even, ima- can't even believe that, but especially since it's supposed to be not, non-for-profit, but you know, that's just me. So you know.
2: what, what, what is your takeaway Tisha from this court case so far? What has been the spot that you like walk away and you just shake your head or feel like you learned something?
6: Well, I mean, I've, I've been in Johnny's situation, um, but I also have, own issues Um, very similar to Johnny's similar medications and stuff Um, same household situation so I'm I'm feeling for him and I remember hearing about the situation initially and just not being able to wrap my head around the idea that this was happening and as soon as I heard the um the audios the audios were what got me because it it sounded like my, my arguments with the person sorry uh, the person that I had issues with, and um, it, it was terrifying to listen to because it took me right back to that place. I, I'm actually having a hard time watching. The case,
2: yeah, it's, uh, to be and, honest, and I can absolutely understand why that would be a triggering moment for anyone who has dealt with domestic violence. You know, some uh, sometimes people don't realize like watching this stuff can truly have an impact on you and just kind of bring up old thoughts or things that maybe you thought you weren't even going to think about
6: that day. Well, and the other, I, I kind of, I, I have to joke about it now. And like, I even joke about this case. I think I just posted because um, you were talking about how she looked like she was trying to cry yeah. <laughs> when he was um, talking about how his finger got chopped off Yeah. Um, or the tip anyway. And I, I I love arrested development. Yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I posted a tweet and I just said us to Amber Heard not showing any emotion but trying to cry when talking about the finger incident. And I just posted a gif of the sister sitting there and is it and my, my husband actually said that that made me think of it. He's like, What are you doing? Are you trying to cry? Cry trying yeah. to do this. <laughs>
3: Yeah. No, I I vibe with you. I've had a hard time. I have a hard time listening to her audio because it sends me right back to my abusive relationship. And it's very triggering. So it's very triggering. And it really makes me angry that she's trying to propose herself as a domestic violence persona.
5: Has there been any sightings of you know a lot of people flew in down and there's a lot of people around just there to cover this court case? Has there been any sightings of Amber or Johnny just around town? Has anybody bumped into them or did they ever leave the hotel?
3: No. So the only sighting was um, one girl, I guess she's like a professional. She's like Adam is. She like hunts down these celebrities. (laughs) (laughs) And takes photos with them. (laughs) And so she found um, him outside of his hotel, I believe, and took a photo with him. But that's been the only photo so far. Both him and Amber are both blocked from they're not allowed to be posting on social media, which was actually brought up in court last week at the end of last week by the lawyers talking about how Amber had laid out her opening statement um, in her final Instagram post before this all took off, uh, which was interesting to hear.
2: And was that not allowed or what?
3: yeah it shouldn't have been allowed so um ben chu johnny's lawyer was like saying that it like i think took away from the decorum of the court i might be misspeaking here um but there were court documents to kind of back up him being like she laid out the opening argument in her like tweet or her instagram post excuse me when when she was like i'm going dark for a few weeks but she has to go dark because of the court case she she was like making it like she was going dark online because you know she was gonna get abuse from Johnny Depp fans when it's like, no, 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 you're going dark because you have to because you're not allowed to post on social media during this time.
5: Do the lawyers seem like they get along? I mean, obviously, they have two different clients that are going against each other, but do they think is it very competitive between the two different teams? So
3: I say they have like a professional rapport between the two sets of them for sure. Um, They're acting really well together. Um, But, of course, at times, I mean, Ben Chu got up last week and he said, Your Honor, this is outrageous. And I can't even remember what it it was concerning. Um, But there is definitely a tension. Amber's team is far more aggressive than Johnny's team. I don't know if that's going to come off well at all, to be honest with you. Um, And it's because it is – my, i've tried to look at it from an unbiased standpoint which is near impossible because i think once people have their biases they have their biases but i've tried to think like okay say i was on amber's side how would her people come off to me but they are very aggressive they're very blunt um and, and i don't think it's like a good look
1: i don't know
6: what
2: All is- right, Lipstick Gangsta, I see you just joined us. What, have you been following this case, or are you just joining in listening to it?
1: Um, I've been following for, like, two years now. I mean. So most of the evidence that is being shown, I've already seen. For example, yeah. the snippets of the audio. I've heard the whole thing over and over since, like, last year, right? So I'm kind of, like, a little bit more versed in terms of the evidence and stuff. However, I just wanted to ask everyone a question because I'm a little bit stumped. Yes, he's doing a very good job of proving that he was abused. However, Mm -hmm. this whole case has to come down to the article because the case was filed based on this article. So so like Amber's lawyer said, do you realize that you are suing based on this article. And it doesn't seem like he understood that. So now mm-hmm. I'm thinking his lawyer's messed up in the filing. Because I overall well, he, thought, so, I thought this so was a case I... for just like an overall defamation and not just specific to the article. But he has to prove that this article destroyed his career and not an overall defamation. So I'm just like kind of confused. <laughs>
2: so here's the thing. The, the, the way I looked at this was, yes, it's about the article, but... Is it more that he's just trying to get the information out there? Because at the end of the day, Johnny doesn't need money, obviously, because of you know he, he's not looking for money, but he's looking to clear his name. What better way than just to get all these people on the stand, get her on the stand, get everyone talking. And so at the end of the day, even if he doesn't win the case, he still could win the case in the, the court of public opinion. Does that make sense? Like. Who cares about the kids? At least I got all this stuff off my chest that I haven't been able to say up until this point.
1: Okay, so this makes sense, but he has a perfect opportunity to not only win public opinion but to also win legally, because this okay, is a technicality no. that can affect.
2: So, the so case. let him. Maybe they get all of it out, and then towards the end of the trial, they go, and this is how it all ties together, and this is why it's defamation in this one article, and boom, he wins, and in the the court of public opinion.
1: But here's the thing. I'm not—now I'm I'm thinking that I don't think his lawyers are actually— I don't even know what to call it without being rude, but I don't—I don't—I don't don't get it. Like— Yeah. This is a technicality you have to, yes, we are We already know. It's clear that he was abused. It's clear, the audience, everything is very clear, right? Yes, many of us already know this. More people are now getting to know this. But you're on the world stage and you're going to lose based on a technicality of your lawyers. You're supposed to file an overall defamation. So it doesn't matter what he says wh- that he went through. This is about specific the article and after. So the technicality is you could even cry blood on that stand. This is about the specific article. And I feel like the lawyers messed up on that. I don't know.
2: Yes, we'll see how this goes down. Bree, I see you join the conversation. What do you have to say?
0: Hey, actually, I've been watching this um, basically since the UK trial started. Or um, probably a little bit before that. And then not long after, um, we created a Discord group where we've kind of like gathered all of the information so that people coming into the case, but people that also know the case could go and, you know, chat in a safer place because there was a lot of doxing and stuff like that going on. Um, I think personally, just my opinion, um, that Johnny's doing really well so far in his testimony. Um, but there are a couple of things that I have been, um, a little bit concerned about just when it comes to, uh, cross-examination. Um, for example, he was speaking about the amount of, um, alcohol that he would consume, right? Um, and, and let's just pull up One, for instance, which would be like the Boston flight, right? Where he said, you know, I think I had like a couple glasses of champagne or something like that. But then there are text messages that were sent to Paul Bettany where he's going on and saying he had like a half a bottle of whiskey and about a thousand vodka Red Bulls. And I'm not understanding why his team, at least – In my opinion, I I think his team should have kind of attacked those things or approached them um, or got ahead of them before cross-examination came in. That way, you know, they could kind of squash any arguments they were going to try and come up with in advance. You know, or um, like the fact that he had said that uh that Lily but does Rose that, does and... that really
2: hurt him because we all know that he struggled with substance abuse. We all know that that's been a problem. So like saying that isn't I don't think it shocks anyone. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. Yeah. That was just my personal opinion on that one.
0: No, no, no. And I like I said, I think overall he's done amazing so far. I've been actually really, really impressed by him. And I know there's a lot of people that were complaining about how slow he was talking or like how long his answers were. I personally think that he's very articulate. I think that he's laid things out very well. My only concern, like I said, was things like that. Or um, the other example I was going to give was the fact that he said that uh, Lily Rose and Jack like didn't want to attend the wedding and towards the end of the relationship kind of distanced themselves. But there are those text messages um, from Lily Rose to Johnny that were brought up in the UK trial where she had said, you, you've been a much better, better dad and more present father to us since she's been around. So kind of, you know, try and work things out is basically what she was saying to him. I'm just wondering what your guys' opinions are on things like that, where they can pull those things up, where I, I, I just feel like his team could have addressed those to kind of get it out of the way and have him answer when it wasn't so aggressive, knowing that her team is just going to be like, like they, like they were in what 10 minutes that they had with him today. They were just like trying to pound him. And while I think he did really well, I, I just feel like they could have gotten ahead of those things. Do you get what I'm saying?
2: Danny, you got any response to that?
3: Yeah, so I don't know. Like, okay, so I get what you're saying. Um, honestly, his team is much more, they aren't as aggressive are, <laughs> uh, uh, but when it comes to things like those text messages with Lily Rose, I mean, all they have to do is pull up that letter that Lily Rose sent to Amber, um, and th- that'll be, mm-hmm. that'll be, um, mm-hmm. but they've also kathleen zellner's court is still on like he's still on her website. she hasn't showed up yet but i don't know if some of his right. legal is a part of hers i put a lot of faith in kathleen she wouldn't take a case that she didn't think she was gonna win I agree. um so i i do think ben chu is a darn good lawyer the first day i was a little nervous because i hadn't really mm-hmm. seen him in action and he seemed a lot more passive but the very next day he was at it he was like awake oh yeah. <laughs> All cylinders. So, I think, and and he's much more respectful, and I think that does weigh a lot in court, even with the jury, not just with the judge. Um, so, I think they've got it in good hands, and I do think near the end, they're all both teams are building to something. Uh, I think two different things. So, I think in the end, we're going to see like a whole the whole picture of what they're kind of coming with, because when this started, I. Was like, oh my God! If I was a juror, would I know anything about this? That was where I was. At. I was right. like, I because I don't know if I could even follow the story. But now that we're a week and a half in, I'm like, okay, so we've got like the almost the full picture of the story is coming in, and we just need like the fill-ins. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So yeah, I can see they're building up to it.
2: All right, I we're gonna go speaker real fast just because we need to be wrapping up here because we listen for anyone who's listened to this that wants to keep participating we are going to have uh, Dan- Danny back on Friday morning um, same time as last week we'll do 8 a.m uh, pacific what is that 11 eastern we'll have her back on kind of to chat about the second half of the week but I know Julie just jumped in she wanted to say something Julie you want to get a quick Julie. comment in here
0: Uh, Hi, Danny. Hey, guys. Um, I don't know if anybody remembers the Lacey Peterson trial, but I see, in my opinion, there has been a lot of similar ways in court. And I say that because Depp's team is calm, laid back. They're meticulously laying out what they want to lay out. And just like the Peterson case, they did the whole thing where at first they laid a strong foundation and they just, at the end, just hammered them. And that's what I'm really expecting Depp's team to do. I'm expecting them to come in and be like, okay, we, we did the dog and pony show, let's go. And it's gonna be on. Cause they've been f- far more together than Herd's team.
3: Definitely, even with the evidence that they're producing. And I tell you what, Camille, his little lawyer, she's such a little, she looks like such a little sweetheart. She, she can tear into someone. So <laughs> I'm excited. It's- See, um what happens like at the end of this. I, I
4: think too they're, they're building. They're <clears throat> building. Oh. Um, Dax, can I just say something? Yeah, yeah, of course. I think the media is a has a lot to do with this as well because I know someone was saying how um, with the op-ed how it wasn't about jo- uh, Johnny Depp. But if it wasn't about Johnny Depp, then why? And if you look at the news articles uh, in 2018 when it came out. All the news magazines was saying Johnny Depp's name about how it must have been about him. Even with the 2016 article with um, Dan Wooten, like if they all knew in 2016 that Amber Heard had this 10-year agreement, why didn't they just say that in 2016? Why did in 2018... They say, "Oh, she do- she donated all this money." I think the media has a very short attention span, and I think they're relying on the public to have a very short attention span as well. Yeah. Like it, it, it doesn't make sense to me.
2: No, I mean, and I think, like Danny said earlier, like a lot of the big agencies, they want to go for whatever is the most shocking headline, the shocking quote of the day, because that's what's going to get the most people to click to drive traffic to their websites. So. You know sometimes you do have to take that that headline with a grain of salt because maybe the information is buried deep inside or you know the truth is buried deep inside those articles Mm -hmm. but uh i i know that this is obviously far from over um like i said a minute ago we will be doing another recap with danny on friday morning uh just to figure out what happened over uh you know thursday and um what are the kind of things came out in tomorrow's court case? So uh, make sure, and we're we're uploading. If you if you jumped in halfway through this audio, you missed half of it. Feel free. We've been uh, posting stuff on Hollywood Raw, which is our podcast. We've been we've been posting the full version of the audio up there, so you can go hit subscribe, follow us. We're kind of on any uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're there. We're also on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Um, Danny, where can they find you on social media?
3: Yeah, so I do have a podcast called Innocent Till Tipsy. We are on YouTube or anywhere that you stream. And I also have a TikTok. It's my last name, first initial, my Twitter handle, Delalio D, or Spirit of Danny on TikTok. And I am t- doing um, nightly updates on the case. So you can catch me there if you want to tag along.
2: Awesome. And then you can follow both Adam and I from the Hollywood Raw podcast. You can find Adam at Adam Glenn. You can find me at Dax Holt and make sure you follow our podcast at Hollywood Raw. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Danny, Adam, thank you guys. Appreciate it. And I will see you guys on Friday. Thank,
6: thank you, you Danny. See fr- you. you on Friday. Bye, guys. at right. Media Production.